Hello and welcome to Just Talking. On today's episode, we're going to recap our trips to the West Coast. We're going to talk about how Rudy Giuliani's a dumb old person, and we're going to talk about a haunted house in New Jersey that is very, very, very interesting. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. What's up? We got Luke with us and Katie's here with her hand in a bowl. Why is your hand in a bowl? I'm giving myself a manicure. There's warm water and soap in this bowl as well. It's not just a bowl. Don't pee yourself. I'm not asleep at a sleepover and I'm also not an idiot. So kind of you got roasted, Jim. Has that happened to you? Has that happened to you? I, I haven't I haven't stuck my hand in a bowl in a long time. Katie's wearing plaid. She's got darker lipstick on than usual. She's got a ribbon in her hair that's up in a bun, and she's doing her nails. Yep. That's it. What color is my ribbon? Red. And eh, you're colorblind. That's not a red ribbon? No, it is. Oh. Did you have a moment of panic when I said you're colorblind? No, I was going to say, Luke, that's red, right? She's wrong. I was pretty steadfast. Luke's sitting next to me. He's got a bluish turquoise greenish aqua green, I'd say. Yeah, what? That's like, I can't really tell if it's the lighting, but it kind of looks green, but then it also looks like if in a, if you were in a different lighting, it'd be Robin's Robin's, Robin's egg egg blue. blue in a bright light, but here, yeah, it looks aqua green to me. What's Robin's egg blue? I've never heard of that before. In my life. So color, baby blue. Color is very subjective in this family. Because I feel like we've had multiple debates on what. Well, my one mom shirt sees is. colors. What color do you do you say that is, Luke? Uh, I see this as like very clearly like lime green, like a not like neon green, but like a light, like a pale like a neon pale. green. If neon, no, if it I, wasn't I specifically neon, said not neon. Oh, uh, pale. It's like hundred percent green though. It's like, like toothpaste. Light OD green. No, it's not. OD green. Like it's like army green. Oh. I think it's aqua green. No, I don't think it. That's blue. Yeah, folks, we can be here all night. Well, Katie, do you think it's like this aqua green? <laughs> no. Maybe that first one, like ten. Yeah, shades, this one, but a little, a little paler. more dulled. All right. Rob, I don't know. No, it's sea foam green. Sea foam green. Sea foam green. Okay, we just making sure the listeners have a visual. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not very entertaining, being that they can't see my shirt. They need to know. Seafoam green. Seafoam. I'll be okay with seafoam. Well, all, that's why we're depicting the color to them. We're yeah, we're all in unison that seafoam green works. Okay, good. And so I'm, I had the right answer? Eventually. It was a group thing. I don't think it's the right or wrong thing either. No, 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 no. I I, I bet win. the I bet on the website, the store that sells that shirt, they have a name for it. Oh, definitely. But Luke doesn't know what Robin's Egg Blue is, so I'm going to show him that. And then we're going to move on. And we apologize for the rough start. Robin's egg, like a, like the bird. All right. Actual Robin's eggs are actually that color of blue. Yeah. Yeah. Katie, how was your trip back west? We missed a week, and we're late a day on this episode because you were working. I think at this point we should just make it tradition or routine that we skip a week. No, I don't want to skip a week, but but we can't guarantee we can't guarantee Wednesdays. No, that that week we had to skip because we were in California. How was your visit back home? Uh, my visit back home was really nice. It was a lot of family time. It was mostly um, me hanging out with my dad, watching movies, and taking naps. 
Um, and then spending the evenings with my mom, which was really cool. It was nice. Was the weather nicer? It's cold here now. It wasn't as cold there, but it was pretty glum. Glum? Was it rainy? Yeah. Yeah, it gets rainy. There was one day that was really nice, and we went and played disc golf, nine holes. How'd you throw? Oh, really bad. And I realized I do grunt. I grunt with, like, every physical activity. Well, you're a tennis player, so yeah. it's ingrained in you. I made an Insta story video of me throwing throwing it once. I actually got pretty close to the... I mean, granted, no one knew it was, like, the fifth try. I was already two over par, but I was like, oh, maybe I'll just show the audience, like, what we're working with. And I grunted in the video. Couldn't help myself. Is your family a big disc golf family? No, just my dad. Because I, my roommate plays sometimes at school. And, and his family plays? Well, I, like, learned a lot about it that I didn't know. I didn't know like that what? there were multiple, di- like, discs. Oh, you got a putter what, yeah, and what you got throw. a driver. Did you know that, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. I, play, I played a lot of disc golf in California. I think it's a California thing for sure, right? Well, it's ni- It's just a nice weather thing. They have them here. I think it's probably grown all over, but California yeah. is, provides an easier outlet to do it more often. Do you think you can hear that in the video? No. Um, you filing my nail. Oh, maybe. There's like nine holes throughout my campus at school, like in between all the dorm buildings and stuff. So a lot of people do play it in Ohio, at least. It's pretty fun. I like it. Yeah, there's. I only use two discs, though. But there's discs that when you throw it, it'll like land tilting left. There's ones that will land tilting right. There's putters and drivers and all that. I only use a driver and a putter when I play. They even have a little mini guy that you can use as a placeholder. So like... Well, you can drop it where your Frisbee landed, so you remember where your Frisbee landed when you pick it. Yeah, it's a marker. Marker, that's what I meant. All right. First, two little stories, and we're going to talk about this haunted house, but these are a week old because I planned this out for last week. I'm excited about the haunted house, though. Yeah, it's interesting. Honestly, I wish we could just fast forward. No, no. This Rudy Giuliani thing is hilarious. I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay, I know this is going to be... Who is he? Yeah. He was the... Was he a governor of New York? I was going to say mayor. No, no, New York. He was, yeah. he was. Okay, so I was, he. I knew he was some kind of politician for New York. I knew that he was loved. He was loved, beloved during the World Trade Centers and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, but but now he's kind of going leaning right and going into just like kind of like old crazy yeah. man territory. And listen to this story. So he tweeted out this tweet, and in it. He forgot to put a space after the end of one sentence and before the start of the other. And the, the start of the second sentence was like I-N. Okay? I could find out the exact thing. Pull up the tweet. So basically it was like the last word, dot, and then the, the next sentence was I-N, which created a hyperlink. It was G20.IN, and he forgot to put a space. So he wanted to say... Mueller filed an indictment just as the president left for G20. In July, he indicted the Russians, but he forgot to put a space, so it made a hyperlink for G20.in, because .in is India's internet. Okay? So someone bought G-20.in, because no one had claimed it, and they they linked it to like an anti-Giuliani, anti-Trump website now. (laughs) So, I mean, that's pretty funny. That's like, how the internet works it's just like kind of trolling and whatever but listen to what he wrote twitter allowed someone to invade my text with a disgusting anti-president message the same thing period no space occurred later and it didn't happen don't tell me they are not committed card-carrying 
anti-Trumpers. Time magazine also may fit that description. All caps, fairness, please. Like he has no idea. So he's saying that Twitter changed his tweet to link it to this website and doesn't understand that someone, like he accidentally linked a website and someone post someone created, the, created yeah. it. Well, but how fun how is it to mess with these guys who just don't understand technology? Yeah. It's a great time to be alive, really, and aware of the internet. I don't know. It's funny until you realize that they're the people, like, controlling the country. And then it gets a little scary. Well, I mean, how many more years do we have left of that? They're going to die off soon, right? Did you guys see the Google video? Yeah. That one is actually scary. What Google video? It was like, how come when you Google my name, only bad stuff comes up? Can you change that to the CEO of Google? That was what one guy said. When when you type in idiot a picture of Donald Trump comes up explain how that happens <laughs> yeah they just have no idea they think yeah they have no idea how any of it works like you know just whatever's being what was this Google video though the, the CEO of Google met sat in front of the Congress. Congress and they got to ask him questions and uh, they were all cons- those were the questions those were the questions one guy said my daughter my granddaughter Googles my name and it's all negative stuff that comes up and it's like well dude that's because you do negative stuff and no one likes you if you did positive stuff and people liked you, positive stuff will come on. Yeah. Like the it's crowd like wins. Google yeah. isn't biased. It's just like based on an algorithm that picks up on keywords yeah, that are that's, attached that's, to your... That's what, they, that's what his answer was. But Katie, the first guy in the video I saw at least was he picked up his phone and he said he had a Google phone. He said, all right, if I move from this end over here to the other side of this bench and sit with my fellows on that side, whatever, does Google know that I moved these 10 feet from one side to the other? And the guy starts explaining it. He's like, well, Google phones by default would not know that, but there are applications and stuff that you could download that would then give them that ability to look that up. But without your permission, and like if you just got handed a Google phone, we, we can't track that. And the guy just goes, it's a yes or no answer. <laughs> that was his response. It's a yes or no answer. Please. <laughs> How is it that hard to answer? Yeah. Everyone just wants the world to be black and white because it's easier to get mad that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a funny story. So we, we included it. Now, choose a letter, Katie. Any letter? Yeah. F. Let that word resound. That's what F is on my soundboard. Oh, okay. Thanks. And that is an old, out-of-touch senator. Barbaric. Let that word resound. (laughs) You never seen that that YouTube video? Oh, man, he's dead now. He died. Senator Bird. But he was waving a piece of paper, yelling at everyone, Barbaric! From that Let that word resound! <laughs> From valley to valley. He is upset about Michael Vick uh, and the dog fighting, I think. Barbaric! Yeah, that was a random letter sound thing. This, this next, yeah, I'll show you the full video later. It's awesome. This next thing, Katie, a new vending machine sells nothing but bacon for just $1. Would you buy bacon from a vending machine? If I were desperate enough, yeah, probably. I don't get it. Is a hot bacon? Would you buy vending bacon from a vending machine on college campus? I've bought some pretty gross things in a dorm room late at night. Gotten machine. ravioli from a vending machine oh, one time. This, We've all been there. Yeah, I was hungry. It was two a.m. This is Ohio State University, so it's your 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 state brethren campus. Yeah. The Ohio Port Council just installed a baking vending machine on campus just in time for finals. I don't know if I'd eat. I'd eat bacon from a vending machine. I, I don't know. I do it at least are a the one less time. Weary of that kind of thing, right? Yeah, you just and like eat. look how they live. Worst case scenario is like, oh, this bacon's kind of gross. 
And just throw it away. Yeah. But like a dollar? Hell yeah. You gotta try it. Yeah. I'm gonna stop eating this bacon. It's gross. All right, you wanna talk about this house and the the watcher? Oh, did we talk about this before? No, we've talked about it. I told you about it. Yeah. Luke, have you heard about this at all? I haven't. Okay, so there's this house in New Jersey, and when you move in, you get letters. And these people have been getting letters for like 40 years now that says, like, I'm watching you. Ooh, did you bring young children for me? Real creepy letters. So I have I've found this. I don't have it. Multiple residents. Multiple yes, and the, the latest residents sued are suing the residents before them for not disclosing this to them. Like, yo. You didn't tell me this house had a watcher that wants my kids. (laughs) The fuck? That should be necessary. Like, that should be in the realtor's, like... I think that does count as a credible reason to not buy... Like, in California, at least, you've got certain certain things that allow for... That have to be disclosed, like death within two years of sale date, right? Uh Uh-huh. toxins mold stuff like that you have to disclose i think that would fall under one of those things that would make it an unlivable house it reminds me of like the stepbrothers like would you, what about neighbors katie you know anything about that like neighbors? they pretend they have kkk neighbors and stepbrothers i don't remember that avoid that do you have to be like there's you. a cult living next door to you i don't think you can do that because that that's would get into the bad area where like oh, yeah. racism and stuff like that yeah but yeah, but Molly's law or um, whatever it is, like pedophiles, probably that gets disclosed. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. Because there's no reverse of that. Yeah. All right. So in 19, uh, uh, what year is this? Like 1905? 1905, the house is built. It's an old house. If you want to do math, it's 113 years old. The Westfield House that will ultimately become the center of controversy over mysterious notes from the Watcher is built in 1905. According to property records, the first recorded owner of this parcel of land is J. Herbert Purcell, who will go on to publish the town's history. So, he builds it in 1905. In 1913, eight years later, um, he sells it to William H. Davies for one dollar. Now, this is something I don't understand. This house got sold for $1 like five times in a row. Is it, do you know a reason for that? Uh, I mean, if it's within the family, it's like for trust reasons. Like it, it could be a gift, but you have to sell it for a certain amount. Yeah. So but, you gift it for a dollar. That just, way it He's has gifting some... it not to a family member. Like everyone just gifted it for oh, a while. Oh, because they, no one would buy it. It's <laughs> like, here, take it. Maybe. Take it. <laughs> I'll uh, take $1. Can I get a visual on this? Yeah, it's really nice colonial. Is there a link? Um, if you just Googled the Watcher, <laughs> the watcher uh, on New Jersey, yeah, it's um, it's a really nice house. Katie, you are good at houses, so once you find the picture, okay, it's in Westfield, New Jersey. You describe the house. I would describe it as like a nice big colonial. Did you find a picture of it? Yeah, it's a Dutch Dutch colonial. It's got the that the the yeah, that's. It kind of just looks like any old house to me. Like, I wouldn't look at this house and be like, oh, shit, that was built in 1905? Yeah, 100%. Well, I'm sure they've restored it and changed the exterior of it. That looks like, well, maybe not. No, that's like a solid old house. Look at the craftsmanship on that facade in the front. All right, check this out. In 1932, 
at 2.30 a.m., lightning strikes the house during a major rainstorm. The bolt struck the chimney, and the resulting debris damaged the roof as it fell. Maybe, maybe that's the start of the haunting. Huh? Maybe. You don't think so? You think it's haunted, or you think that there's someone who just, like, spies on them? Well, I don't know. I, I wasn't leaning haunted, to be honest. I was leaning creepy, like, neighbor. But can't a human haunt you? What's the definition of haunting? Paranormal like, haunting, I guess. Yeah, a ghost is haunted. Haunting. Does it have Not to be? Because, like, I, I think... I mean, that's, like, a very poetic way of saying someone's stalking you, if that's what you're going for. Interesting. Uh, uh, it's called the haunting of six six seven Boulevard. Oh, so, so like, maybe they think that it's a ghost sending the letters, not a person. How? how we, so when did the letters start? See, this haunting as a verb is like a ghost manifesting itself somewhere. Yeah, it's interesting. But they do call it the haunting. Okay. It is also being pers- persistently and disturbingly present in something, which this would be. The letters are persistent, dis- persistently disturbing. All right, so then in 1947, it changes hands again, and Davies, who bought it for a dollar in 1913, he has it for, I don't know what, 34 years, he uh, retired from his finance job at a New York-based railroad company and sells the home to his son, Ernest, and his daughter-in-law for $1. So that makes sense. He's just passing along. Okay, so 1947, it gets to a new owner, Ernest and Francis Davies. Um, In 1951... They move to Florida, and they sell the home for $1 to Dillard and Mary Bird. So it's changed hands four times now in its 50 years, 40-something years. And now it's with the Birds. 1953, Seth Bakes and Floyd Lewis Bakes buy the home again from, for just $1. I don't understand these transactions. Like, why weren't the Birds making money? You're going Bakes, not Bakesies. Bakesies. Yeah, I read that wrong. No, no. That's like the plural of their name. Seth Bakes and Floyd Lewis Bakes. That was weird, though. Um, Maybe there's just like a deal. Like you can't. Maybe this house, you're not allowed to make money on it. And then the first person maybe, that yeah, did. Maybe it's, maybe if it's historic land. But then the newest owners, I just read that they. Are you reading ahead? No, no, no. I just I pulled up an article because of something. But this is they're purchasing it for $1.3 million. So. I mean, it was a time period. I don't know. In 1953, the Bakes buy it. And then in 1955, the Schaefers buy it, again, for $1. Everyone just keeps passing this yeah, house along. I, I kind of want to like figure out why this $1 thing's going on. Yeah. Uh, and then that goes all the way to 19, 1955, the Schaefers have it. So that would be like if someone was alive who's writing these letters. That would be from the 1955 to 1990 owners, the Schaefers. So then the new set of owners buy the house in 1990 and they sell it in 2014 to these new people who got the letters. So do we know how far back these letters have been going on for or no? That's what I asked. Well, okay. So according to a lawsuit filed earlier this month, the previous owners who bought the house in 1990 receive a letter from the watcher, an unknown person who claims to be the latest in the family responsible for watching the house in Westfield, a wealthy Union County suburb. The sellers, according to the suit, which was filed by the new owners, do not disclose the existence of the letters of the watcher. So 
in 2014, maybe it happened. It's happened, or they they were getting. I think that family was getting them for a while, and they just never said anything. Wait, so it says they won't disclose that that's the reason they're suing. So we don't know that that's why they're suing. No, I'm pretty sure that's why they're suing. New owners who paid 1.3 billion for the six-bedroom house close on the deal in 2014. So this is the first time someone spent real money on the house, mm-hmm. and it's 1.3 billion. And the the letter that they got, no million, million. Sorry, the new owners, according to their lawsuit, received the first letter from the watcher. It reads, "Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested?" Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. I asked the prior owners to bring me young blood. Fucking creepy. It's really creepy. I saw some other quotes. You want to hear another one? Yeah. Uh, I am the watcher and have been in control of the house for two uh, for the better part of two decades now. Uh, this doesn't sound like ghost lingo to me. Like this sounds like someone from the fifties or sixties. Like that's anyways. Aren't ghosts um, humans who have died? Yeah. But like, I don't know. Ghosts just speak in riddle, you know, and they speak more like, Oh, uh, like uh, bring me your children. I need young blood. Bring me your children. That sounds like ghost to me. I guess if it were written, you wouldn't really know how they were saying it. So you're just saying, yeah, that you need an accent on that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Could have a real bad uh, stammer, and it's like, bring, 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 bring me your ch- children. Okay, this one is <laughs> my grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched in the 1960s. It is now my time. Another, have they found what is in the walls yet? In time, they will. Ooh, that's oh, cool. Why don't they search shit. the walls? Yeah, why haven't they knocked down the walls? What if this was like the watcher is like passed down? And you're like 12 year old. All right, son. This is a family tradition. It's fucking weird, but you're going to have to stalk and annoy these people that buy this house. It's got to be like a Scooby Doo. It's just something we do. (laughs) It's definitely like a Scooby Doo episode where at the end of it, they find out who it is. And it's like old man Jenkins. And he's like, I really just wanted to keep this house in my family name and not anyone else's. The letters had been, yeah. What is it? What if this is all a big ploy by the most recent family where they are the watcher and now they're trying to sue and make money because they're like, hold on, you probably, you had to know about this and you didn't tell us. I don't know. It seems like a roundabout way to, to, yeah, to spend 1.3 just to maybe win a lawsuit. But uh, do you have any more info? Because that's basically it. It's on the market again, but no one will buy it. I think new renters just here's, moved in, and they're like, hey, here's yeah, we don't one. care he, about the, that. The watcher's polite. He says, I am pleased to know your names now and the names of the young blood you have brought to me. Seems polite. Yeah, I guess so. Are they responding with letters back? Wait, yeah, is there a return address on these letters? Uh, I think they're just in the press, like, yo. I mean, why don't they just check the neighbors? <laughs> yeah. It's got to be a neighbor who watches them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go knock on some doors. It is uh, creepy. Would you move out? I wouldn't fucking... Ew, look, this is... The, will the young bloods play in the basement? He's just going off grandpa's script. It's just something this yeah. family does. <laughs> I would move out, yeah. It's not worth... Like, yeah. So what? I'm scared of some guy watching me send me letters, but I'd rather him not send me letters, you know? Now, this one seems like it's written by a teenage... Like, a kid... Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me to know who is in which bedroom. Then I can plan better. 
Whoa. So, okay, this is a neighbor who has a view of those bedrooms. Wait, but has anything ever happened to anyone besides There's the There's like letters? a tiny tree house with an old man in there. <laughs> yeah, binoculars. No, no, no. No, nothing's <laughs> happened, but they should check the walls and shit. I don't know. Yeah, what if it's someone, what if they're inside the house? Like, he what said, if, geez, he said in a letter, yeah, he check said, the have walls. You found, have you found what's in the walls yet? In time, you will. family that has never left those walls. That's what I'm saying. Generation. It's one of those, that happens the walls, all the time. They live in the walls. Yeah. People who are just like. the world outside of the walls. Where do they keep getting paper? Yes, great, great point. The family's in the wall writing the letters. That'd be interesting. There might be some dead bones in there. I yeah, I was thinking more along the lines of a dead body. That was rude. I thought it was a good time. I scared Luke. You have any more on the watcher? Should we'll just keep tabs on this for everyone else? Listen to this. All of the windows and doors in the house allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. And if you look at the picture of the front of the house, there are really like you can't. I don't think you can walk within three. No, I just there's think that there's everywhere. so many windows in the house that you really can't move from one part of the room to the next without being seen from there's outside. It's like you got three chimneys. One of them's probably a kitchen. Well, he's not in the walls if he's washing through the windows. Yeah, he's not in the walls, but he's saying, check, have you found what's in the walls yet? Oh. That's what he said to them. So we don't know what's in the walls, but I feel like they should check. Okay, well, I take back what I said about living in the walls Creepy. All right, you got anything else, Katie? We'll move on. No, we can move on. All right, next up on the show, we have Katie's Happy Headlines. So the first two headlines, you have like no space between them. So I read them as one, which was kind of interesting. Dog waited to s- waited weeks. Well, I kind of want to read it as one headline. Okay. Dog waited weeks for... Oh, uh, pfft, let's try, try again. that again. Yeah, keep going. I'm, you'll I'm you'll get there. I, I work today. I'm tired. Okay. You're good. Dog waited weeks for owners at home, burned in campfire. Kid Rock paid off all the layaways at a Walmart in Nashville. So you like when those are combined? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems more complete. I wish they did more for the headline because like, did the, did the home, the owners of the home ever come back for that dog or he just wait? wait and eventually yeah, that's like, the whole they're not coming spike what if the the text of the article was actually just that's it we'll never know that's it's all. just headlines good good yeah, job okay. for kid rock sweet dog dogs they're so loyal they make great christmas presents too you're just not getting a dog she up. really yeah. thinks she's getting a dog <sighs> every know. time i tell her she's not getting a dog I, she's my like hopes okay get higher and higher. You're, like, <laughs> you're just saying that I'm like no for real not getting a dog. <laughs> it's at the point where Is I'm already point? planning to buy myself a dog and then just pretend like he gave it to me for Christmas. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you so much. How it was nice because you, know? you were expecting a dog for Christmas. So I was like, nothing I buy you will be a dog. So I don't have to put much effort. So I got you just a bunch of crap. <laughs> I got you some pretty nice gifts this year. I'm just joking. I got you pictures of, of a bunch barks. of dogs. <laughs> Okay, keep going with happy headlines. <laughs> JetBlue is turning people... What? JetBlue is turning people into gifts and flying them... Okay, and then flying them to surprise their loved ones for Christmas. It's just like a weird way to... like turning. Are they wrapping them up and putting a bow on them? Yeah, putting them in the luggage and then putting them on the carousel. <laughs> 
You should be really like that. <laughs> it's a good visual. I'm just picturing him pulling a ritzy and like jumping out of the suitcases. There, <laughs> okay. Anyways, Ugh. when his mother blacked out at the wheel, a quick-thinking eight-year-old boy took control of a car and steered it to safety across a busy road before calling emergency services. That is an incredibly long headline. Yeah, I don't it's also like kind of sad. Like it sounds like his mother's a drunk. I don't think they meant blacked out. Like, did they? Was oh. she drunk? Oh. Like I passed out? Passed I think out, you would yeah. say passed out. Blacked out usually refers to alcohol, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I don't know. Passed out is kind of like sleeping, though. Or blacked out is like fainting. I think blacked out is just a quicker way of saying lost consciousness. She's out. She's got a bunch, a bunch of headlines left, but she's left. <laughs> I, throw, I had to throw something away. <laughs> Tyler Perry surprises Walmart shoppers by paying off debts worth more than $430,000. We got to start shopping at Walmart every day at Christmas. Yeah. Put it on a card, too. On a credit card. A Walmart card. Uh, Japanese cafe uses robots controlled by paralyzed people. That sucks. I'm out. I'm out on that. Why don't they just, why don't they just fix the paralyzed people with their robots? Wait, I'm really confused by this. What do they use them for? I've seen that. So, it's basically they made like these robots that can roll across and then disabled people who can't work work from home through a video screen on these robots and control them to go deliver the coffee to the table and interact with the people through the, this vi- FaceTime. That's funny to play after he people really talk. He really likes his soundboard. <laughs> I do that to Jake every now and then he's like, well, when you say it then. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. No, I think that they should just fix the paralyzed people instead of making them use robots. Turn them into robots. You got to give Luke the mic when he talks. There's no way it's picking. <laughs> um, Alberta man almost in tears. That's in quotes. After 1971 Christmas gift from high school, Sweetheart finally opened. Oh, God. This sounds like a Nicholas Sparks movie that'll just have me crying for hours. So he waited, or he just, like, didn't know that he had the gift and then randomly found it and opened it? Maybe it's a castaway situation. He was stuck on the island for 30 years, and he kept one package. He finally opened it, and it was from his high school sweetheart. Maybe. I wonder what the gift was. What if it was just like a, a breakup letter? I mean, I wish we could click the link and find out, but it's headlines only here. You're right. I'm going to find out for myself. I won't share with you guys, though. Perfect. Why is it so cold in here? Um, I don't know. Keep going, though. I'm getting a real intense cold draft by my legs. Nice. Might be ghosts. Ghost dog. Yeah. Curling up next to me. I want a dog so bad. <laughs> Two more left. Okay. And tears flow as eight-year-old finally Ooh, meets That's dog. 88. I'm so tired. Tears flow as 88-year-old finally meets daughter. She thought had died at at birth. How can you? How are you? In birth? What the hell? Wait, so they just took the baby away and they're like, oh, your baby's dead. Sorry. And it turns out they gave the baby away to someone else. Like, no. Maybe she was unfit mother. Well, tell her that. Don't tell her the baby died. Uh, I don't know. Would you rather tell someone sorry your baby died or we, your baby's good and fine, but we don't think you're fit to raise it? At least I can blame that on 
No. Yeah, I no. don't know. Guys, definitely the second one. Did you did they actually just win you over, Katie? No. <laughs> well, it's cool that she found her at 88, but it's a pretty long time. Oh, they're all happy, sad. Not mine. When I pick them, they're genuinely happy. You need a pinch of sorrow nope. to feel what true really, joy actually is. Mm, not for Katie's happy headlines, necessarily. No, it's only recording computer news. Okay. Oh, Woo, big, big yawn. yawn. Sorry. It's the longest happy headlines ever. World's first honeybee vaccine seeks to save dying pollinators. Hell yeah! Save the bees! Bring the bees back! We want honey! We want honey! Wow. <laughs> Feel pretty strongly about the bees. Okay, she wants honey and a dog. And a dog. Whew, all right, Happy Headlines is over. I, have, I loop the same song underneath, you know, that segment all the time. Probably going to need to loop it like five times. That was a real long one. But we're going to go straight into indulgences. Before you disperse, I would Katie, beg your indulgence what have you been watching lately? Outlander? Outlander. Cheers. Started rewatching Gilmore Girls for the umpteenth time. Umpteenth it's a time. good time to throw the umpteenth yes. out there. Um, 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 I, finished, uh, I finished the book Where the Crawdads Sing, and it was excellent. Excellente. Yeah. Katie finished this book, Where the Crawdads Sing, and I I love it because you just wanted to talk to someone about the ending, which is whenever I finish a book, I like that's why I just go on the internet and try to find someone else that's read it so I talk about. It. And you ran into my office and you were like, oh my God, I'm okay. No, no, no. And you just started doing the whole plot to me, and I was like, I'm sorry, babe, but like I don't know what you're talking about because I didn't have, read this okay, book. At that point, you just have to be like, wow, that sounds really interesting. I gave that's you a couple of those, exciting. but you were looking to like no, really bite didn't. your teeth off no. in a conversation. I like, called I Jordan. And she I was read so it. excited. Yeah, so I was I was reading it with a friend of mine. So I can't believe it was her. I'm like, oh my and god! I was waiting I don't for know I, anything. <laughs> I was like, I had waited 0.2 seconds for her to text me back, and in that time, I decided I gotta go tell Jimmy about this because I was so excited. I don't want to give away any spoilers because I will if I continue. So that's it. That's all I'm gonna give. That's all I'm gonna say. It was okay. excellent. Two thumbs up. Five stars. Loved it. Uh, I've been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season two. The first two episodes, I really, I didn't really dislike, but I was like, oh man, this show's going downhill. And then I have one episode left. It's really picked up. So you should go watch that. I feel like that's a show that can cast a wide net as far as gender and age of the viewers. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so? Yeah. I think, because I think many people will probably think it's for women. Yeah. And older women. But be surprised at how. Uh, how broad the audience yeah because yeah. Gilmore yeah. Girls is the same exact writer as Gilmore Girls and Gilmore well, Girls very is a very cool. niche yeah. audience it was like teenage to 30 year old yeah it was mother daughters and I think Marvelous Miss Maisel uh, casts a wider net can you give a quick description I've never heard of it I heard you guys talking about it recently but it does sound like woman show wow right. Luke you're the only one in your family who isn't watching the 1960s Right? 60s. Yeah. Yeah, they're on the birth of like hippie and feminism and stuff. Yeah. 1960s housewife finds her husband cheating on her and she, uh, he wanted to be a stand-up comic and she, he, she finds that he cheated on her and then she gets really drunk and she just goes to the stand-up open mic night and just starts telling the story to everyone but she's genuinely like funny. So as she's telling it, they're laughing and then there's a manager there that's like, let's 
turn you into a stand-up comedian. Okay. So then it's about her dealing with, and it's very, they're Jewish. So there's a lot of like Jewish, Jewish characters and the dad is an eccentric and uh, yeah. So it's funny. Cool. Outlander is, Outlander this season's better, but they, their hair and wardrobe sucks. Yeah. Hair and wardrobe has gone downhill. Hair and makeup. Wardrobe, yeah, well, wardrobe's fine. Yeah. Wardrobe's fine. Hair and makeup. I meant, do you watch it? Are you listen to any new podcasts? Did I tell you about this bear, this is Bear Brook one I'm listening to? Bear Brook? I think you're going to be interested. It's true crime. In oh, 19- is this the one you're listening to when you picked me up from the airport? Yeah, yeah. It did sound interesting, the snippets I caught in and out of sleep. In 1985, they found a barrel in the middle of the state park in New Hampshire with two bodies in it, a woman and a daughter, or a woman and a girl, who they think was woman and daughter, mother and daughter. And the bodies had been there for a while, and they didn't, know anything because if you don't know who the dead is it's really hard to find who killed them because usually you're killed by someone that knows you but if you don't know who that person is yeah impossible so for 15 years nothing happened literally just got passed down state department state department new people took the case and then in in 2000 15 years later a new guy got the case and he went back to the state park and was like i'm just gonna start from scratch i'm just gonna start over and he found another barrel 300 feet away from the original that had been there when they found the original. They just didn't canvas that. They had a really small team and it was 300 feet. So they found another barrel with two young girls in it. So someone killed a family and nothing happened and they kept passing it along. And then in 2015, a couple years ago, so 30 years after the original discovery, they like made some... DNA advancements and everything like that. That's all I've gotten to in the podcast. I I, I think it seems like a podcast that's not going to be solved, but the case is kind of interesting. So it was pretty crazy. I feel like that's how they all start off, though, right? It, the case is interesting until you realize there's it's just a dead end. Like, they're just going to loop around to the same. Yeah, a lot of true five. crime podcasts yeah. fizzle out and die because, and get bad in the last couple episodes because there's Which no ending. repetitive. They just keep going back to the same yeah. evidence that they've already gathered. Yeah. from. Previous- That's why season one, In the Dark, is my favorite because they open up with this is who did this because it got solved like 20 years later and they're like open up like we're not, we're not going to draw it out about who did it. Like that's not what this is. We're just going to talk about why the inv- how the investigation happened and how they eventually landed there and what they missed and what they could have done different. Yeah. That's the only, yeah, that's the only podcast because there was that other one with the the woman who died who was a spy and that was like at the end it's just like and we still don't know. And it's like okay. Um, I don't have any podcast or anything to share, but have you guys seen that YouTube video recently about the glitter bomb, the packages one? Pretty Mm -hmm. interesting. Have you seen it, Katie? Mm -mm. So basically, it's a guy, Mark Rober, which I found out yesterday was Brett's next door neighbor when he was growing up. Did you know that, Jimmy? Oh, yeah. He's the guy that made like the Halloween costumes and all that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's an engineer and he does YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. So do you want to tell? Yeah, I'll tell Katie. So basically, Katie, he got his package stolen like eight months ago or something like that from off his front porch. Mm-hmm. And he went to the police because he had two ring doorbells that could film it. And then he had the guy's face and everything. And they brought it to the police station. The police station said, it's too petty. Like, we can't really, it's not worth our time to spend yeah. it with that. So he spent a while coding and engineering a package that it's a white box. And once you pick up, pick up the lid, mm-hmm. there's a bowl of glitter on the top of it that shoots out and pours glitter all over you. There's also four phones hidden 
filming 360 degrees around like wide angled lenses that get that can film all around where the glitter spraying and then also an automated every five seconds it does or every 30 seconds it does five spritz of fart fart spray and it worked he has like 10 reactions of 10 different thieves picking it up off people's front porches cutting to the inside their car they open it up glitter all over their car they're like this smells like shit get it out of here throwing it and ditching it and he has a gps um on all the phones so he can track it and the fart spray makes him like throw it out of their car so he can keep retrieving it and it also like sends the footage to the cloud that's awesome that's so funny it's really funny it has like 25 million views in a day yeah it was awesome it was crazy it was kind of sad to see how many people steal packages like they got like six people with it and it was like oh shit that sucks and then they were also indig- indignant when it happened. Like, oh, get out. Like, talking to the package. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. It's like, you just fucking just stole that. And they're like, dude, bro, what the fuck is this? Like, you got got because you're a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. All right, Katie, choose another button. Mm. Another another letter. F1. No, that's, no. <laughs> that, was a, that, was a, that was a letter and a number. Uh, and we already did F. Q. Not that fun. That's what v, we. V. 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 Sub par. You should have guessed B. This is the newest one. I end it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just had. This is the newest one. I just added. <laughs> yeah all right that's the end of the show katie any last words try your hardest do your best katie oh a song you have to play a song too oh it's my turn to pick a song um try your hardest do your best and she's thinking she's still thinking I don't know, but I just realized we don't have a tree topper still. Try your hardest. Do your best. I don't know, but we don't have a tree topper still. This is Michael Buble. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, no. Come on. I'm so sick of Christmas music. It's the episode right before Christmas. Ugh. Wow. Okay. That's because you don't listen to good Christmas music. So I'll show you. I'll, I'll, I'll play a good Christmas song, okay? And then everyone will... We'll love it. And they'll be like, wow, what a good Christmas song you ended the show on. Who was it again? I forget. And then it's pretty easy. Here you go. See you guys. I'm reading.